and they had all these different moving parts. They didn't really have that plan per se, and they needed some direction. How do you want to retire? If it's with confidence, then you've come to the right place. Unlock your financial future with Ben and Caitlin Schrock, founders of BA Schrock Financial Group. I am Ben Schrock. And I'm Colleen LaMasters. And today we're going to talk about life changes and things that could trigger the need for a financial plan. And I'm excited for today. So we're going to try to break this down into three different parts. Um, and we're going to look at different segments in people's lives. And I'm glad that Colleen's here to, to join me on all three of those. But before we get into the topic today, Colleen, I got a question for you. Um, when people start a career, what are they really, what do they need to look for, I guess, when they're interviewing for that job or things that they need to consider when it comes to not only their financial plan, but just their, their future in general? Are there certain things that they need to look for in that job offer or things that they need to think about before they uh, uh, take that job or accept that job? Yes, definitely. Um, there's a couple, you know, obviously the 401k or the 403b um, are important in what their match is for the company. Um, you know, looking at the life insurance benefit that the company has itself. Um, do they have a pension? Um, do they have, dis- do they offer short-term and long-term disability insurance? You know, health insurance is also another important one. And a new thing today is also like student loan. Um, some companies will offer student loan benefits as well. And, and I mean, that that's a lot there. Obviously, there's what, six different items you just kind of ripped off. And um, how likely is it now in today's day and age where we see a company that just says, here's this you know package. Here you go. I'm going to offer you all these six items. Is it common? Is it rare? Like, what is your experience when you see that? Um, I would say it's pretty common to have you know, a lot of companies for them to have 401ks with a basic match of maybe 3%. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, life insurance is common. It's usually one time salary or even less than that. We're seeing it kind of dwindle. It's not your typical two times salary anymore. Um, along with like disability, usually it's a max of $5,000. So if you're a higher income earner, you know, we could have that gap there. Um, along with health insurance, I mean, a lot of lot more of that cost is going on you as the employee, and you know the employer is picking up some of it, but they're actually transferring a lot of that cost onto you. So, yeah, well, that's that's good, and, and and really that student loan thing is kind of a, a cool uh, feature that we're seeing. And Colleen has you know spent a lot of time advising on student loans, and um, has some really awesome software we've seen firsthand the, the impact that it's made. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the the stuff that that thing can really do, but. Um, it, it, Colleen, you were sharing with me a story before we, we started recording this uh, about a recent prospect that we ran him through our, our uh, unlock process and eventually became a client. And, and can you do, you do you care to elaborate on that story a little bit about his situation? I guess this is more of someone kind of starting out, right, mm-hmm. getting into the job force and, yeah. and uh, all the challenges that he and she faced on yeah. that. Yeah, so I recently met with a um, married couple. Um, they both recently finished their medical residency. So obviously, the, you know, a lot of medical physicians graduate with a large amount of student debt. So their goal, they were fortunate enough to be working for companies, um, for, I should say, hospitals that offer that qualify them for public student loan forgiveness. So that was kind of number one on our list to take a look at. Um, you know, and then how do we save for retirement? Do we save, you know, pre-tax where we're, you know, we get taxed on the distributions in retirement, um, or do we save, you know, in the Roth 401ks, 403bs, because that's also another option. Um, the other thing we looked at is, do they have enough disability insurance? You know, do they have enough life insurance? Um, do they have an emergency fund established? You know, so all those things. So like, were they, 
um, when they came in to meet with you, is that something they expected to, to uncover all those things? Or is this something that you said, hey, listen, I'm going to hold your hand through this process um, and, and teach you what you really need to be thinking yeah. about? Yeah, um, it was definitely more of me holding them through the process. And a lot of that, a lot of those things were like questions because they, when they initially met with me, they thought, oh, she just does investments, you know, and while investments are one piece of the financial plan, it's not the full part of the financial plan. So it's our job to kind of ask those questions and make sure that we're covering all the gaps for them when it comes to their um, financial well-being. Gotcha. So really it's, it's a kind of a a problem that they didn't really know they, they had right until you started uncovering it and saying, listen, you need to to talk about your emergency fund and how much disability insurance you need and, and kind of uncovering those things Mm -hmm. step-by-step with them. So once you kind of uncovered that, what was the, the next step? So really, once we kind of uncovered that, we did find, you know, that they had an adequate amount in their emergency fund, which I usually recommend three to six months of living expenses, depending on your occupation and things like that. Um, but really, the first thing we uncovered was that they were maxing out a Roth 403B, okay, which typically I would love you know, really love in their situation because they're high income earners. They're not going to be able to contribute to a four or to a Roth IRA outside of their, out of their job. But they were also trying to pay back the least amount on their loans because they were going for a public student loan forgiveness. So that was kind of problem number one. And we'll kind of expand on that here in a little bit. Um, we found out that they didn't have enough disability insurance, um, really through work. It was only going to cover up to $5,000, which they were making more than that per month. So we wanted to kind of figure out a way to bridge that gap. Um, and then, you know, really we had to find, figure out a way to bridge their gap for the next six years until we got the public student loan forgiveness piece coming up. So, um, and their, their life insurance was lacking as well. Cause they only had one time salary through work. So clearly we, we um, uh, uncovered some some gaps within the plan. Um, you, you, you presented some options for them. I, I'm really eager to hear about, you know, everyone says Roths are so so great and, and you need a Roth IRA. And like you said, I'd love to, to do this. So why not the Roth IRA or Roth 403B, excuse me, in this, in this instance? Why not the Roth? Why did that not make sense for them at this exact moment yeah. in time? Yeah. So really for the next six years, I propose that we go all pre-tax. So we max out, you know, 19,500 pre-tax. Then I also recommended that they also contribute to their deferred comp plans as well at 19,500. So um, we're able, we were actually able to do both of those um, and really lower that adjusted gross income for them. Um, and the reason why we did that was because for their student loan planning piece, this actually helped them lower their payment by about a thousand, you know, thousand dollars a month. So they were paying about a thousand dollars a month less back on their student loan, can obtain public student loan forgiveness in the next six years. And meanwhile, they're able to, you know, save, you know, close to forty forty thousand dollars each into a you know, in retirement accounts. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's, I guess the, the initial thought, right. When, when you, you hear the, the Dave Ramsey's of the world mm. that, you know, get debt free, get debt free, which are, it's great. And he has great methods uh, around that. However, it, it, in this instance, right, you're kind of killing two birds with one stone, yeah. right? We're, we're helping accomplish this debt free, but we're not saying, Hey guys, let's throw every penny we got at this debt mm. issue and you know, forget about saving. We'll save later. Yeah. So we're saving now mm-hmm. and lowering income and helping cover that that public yes. student loan forgiveness, which is pretty fascinating yeah. when you uncover that a little yeah. bit. Yeah, for sure. 
And then we also recommended, you know, after that six years, we're going to get more on that heavy on the Roth contributions then again. So all we did was we tweaked a little bit of what their initial thought process was because, I mean, they were, you know, the thought process is right. I want to save. But they were worried about what was my student loan payment going to be as well. So I said, let's kind of re- rework the numbers and lower, find ways to lower our adjusted gross income so we pay the least amount back on your student loans. So that was the goal there. And you have some really awesome software that helps with that, right? That you can run. And I would I would encourage anyone that's listening that has student loans or um, even if you're in the middle of paying for them, it's always good to run them by Colleen. I think she's run ours, you know, a couple of times and any, everyone in our family a couple of times. Um, and it's good to run it through this software and, and give her a call, shoot her an email um, that, that you can mm-hmm. run it through with her so she can give you the guidance yeah. on that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that was kind of the big step. You know, step number one was the student loans. Um, The next thing we took a look at um, was the disability insurance. So for a lot of doctors, we'll recommend that they go out and get like a supplemental policy for they'll cover like own occupation. So if they couldn't be a doctor anymore and they're and they're technically uh, what they're certified in. Um, we would, um, you know, would pay them out a tax-free benefit then at that point in time. So we, all we did was we found enough to supplement kind of what they were making. We didn't over-insure by any means um, there. So that's always nice, and we usually like to run those to pay to age age 65. Mm-hmm. So um, get us to kind of retirement age at that point. Um, the other thing that we also ran into was the fact that their life insurance was lacking because, I mean, they have all this debt. They're usually, I mean, a lot of people are going to go out buy a car, you know, they were expecting a child. So, I mean, they had all these life changes all sure. happening at one time. So what we did was we layered in a 10-year term and a 20-year term, you know, each for a certain dollar amount um, that we spe- specified in the plan. But I also made sure that these were convertible terms, okay? By convertible, I mean that they're able to convert to a permanent life insurance policy later on. And we're going to actually use this as part of like our Roth, like a Roth strategy almost, mm-hmm. like an, and we're going to convert those um, to help, you know, potentially have tax-free income then later on in life as well. So, um, kind of, you know, we still are doing the Roth strategy for them, but we're doing term right now and then converting those later on. Yeah. And that's, um, uh, another interesting topic. We could spend a whole nother uh, yeah. <laughs> episode on that alone. Um, but it, you know, when, when we were going through this with them, is it, was it digestible for them or in these big chunks or was it kind of like, okay, let's, let's just check some boxes here and let's move through this process yep. and take our time. So we understand how each thing works yep. together. Which way did you kind of do it with yeah, them? So we kind of broke it out into chunks. So the first chunk was to change how we were contributing to the, to the 403Bs essentially mm-hmm. at their work. Um, so we did that first because we knew that, that that's how they're going to base their income based repayment for the student loans. Second, we did the disability and life insurance kind of at the same time, just because we can kind of use some of the same underwriting and not have to not mm-hmm. have to go through some of that stuff. And then third was kind of, you know, really finalizing that plan and saying, like, what do we do with all this extra money that we have coming in now? Like, you know, do we keep building up our emergency fund? Do we start investing it? And that's kind of the point that we're at now. OK, so it's kind of ever evolving. And I know that their life's going to change, you know, drastically just by having a child. So kind of letting them get used to that, that sure. fact for a couple months before we introduce anything new. Yeah. So, um, you know, tell me a little bit about the, the end all be all goal, the results when we crunched all the numbers, mm-hmm. uh, what was the biggest takeaway for them? Um, you know, obviously we got them the right 
disability insurance, the right coverage. You didn't oversell too much coverage there. You got the right, you, you tweaked some stuff with the life insurance that made it a little bit more flexible in terms of conversions and what have you. But what was the biggest takeaway for, for their plan, do you think? I think the biggest takeaway was that I think they realized that their life's going to be ever changing and that mm-hmm. we always need to refer back to that plan and be able to, to adjust it. Okay. Gotcha. So now that we have the protection in place, now it's more about how do we grow it? You know, mm-hmm. how do we grow the assets and how do we, you know, position them now for later on in life when they want to start distributing those assets to themselves? Yeah. And, and I think like anything, like I mentioned in the beginning, Colleen did a great job running uh, in this example, uh, our, the prospective client through our unlocking process. And, and, and in their situation, it, there was a lot going on, right? There was so many different moving parts and, and they had all these different options and some things, good things from the employer, some things they could do on their own. At the end of the day, it was kind of step two that stuck out to me when we went over this was really uh, step two in our process is nailing how, nailing down how to get there. So they knew they kind of needed all this stuff and they had all these different moving parts. They didn't really have that plan per se and they needed some direction. And I think, Colleen, that's where you inserted yourself so well is, is you kind of help them nail down that that avenue, that that roadway for them to travel down so they can figure out how to get to that that end goal which will ultimately be retirement at some point yeah so if you're interested in in uh learning more about the situations and and you're starting your career um or you just have some different life changes that we discussed today uh feel free to reach out to our office here at 330-473-1060 or you can shoot us an email specifically colleen's email will be colleen at bashrock-fg.com i would encourage any of you that are starting out uh, looking down that career path and specifically if you have any questions on your student loans this would be a great person to bounce those ideas off um, shoot her an email again her email is colleen at bashrock-fg.com and our phone number is 330-473-1060 or we have the capabilities where you can set an appointment right online through our website which is www.bashrock-fg.com and you can schedule a 30 minute phone call right there thank you for for listening calling thanks for joining i um, looking forward to part two here and uh, we'll, we'll uh, sign off and talk to you next yeah. time Thanks for having me. (laughs) Investment advisory services offered through B.A. Schrock Wealth Management, Inc., a registered investment advisor. B.A. Schrock Wealth Management is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. BA Schrock Wealth Management is not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any government agency. This podcast is a paid placement. This show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation.